3: it must be friday night and it must be courtesy of the geek collective that will and i are here talking comics uh this week
0: doing all right living the dream man living the dream although i have found out that nightmares are dreams too so (laughs) take from that what you will
3: (laughs) it is explain yourself the kickstarter roundtable show and tonight we have david steinborn and uh, we are going to have Travis Gibb on a little bit later. He uh, just kind of checked in and said he's coming in, coming a little bit late. And you know what? We are very laid back. We'll take, we'll take, we'll take him as, as we can get them. Um, Dave, how are you doing on your first ever Kickstarter campaign?
2: Good, really good. Feeling really good about it. Um, we we're pretty excited. It was last Monday when we officially hit our funding goal. And just, uh, we right now have seven days left. So we had, I don't know what would have been. 11, or I can't do math right now, but however many days left when we hit the goal. So <laughs> how, did, how, did, how did that feel? It was it was crazy. I, I such a good feeling. And the, the, the funny part was too. I so I worked my day job with medical equipment in and at And the evening I work at my friend's bar part time just bartending just for fun. And my I kept feeling my phone vibrate. And <laughs> I can't look at it I'm working and then it right. rang and I like pulled it out. And it was tr- my so you were talking about Travis with the Cthulhu my editor co-writer is also Travis oh and I nice pulled my phone out and it says Travis and I'm like oh my god there's got to be comic stuff so then finally the bar died down and I pulled my phone out and he had like this all caps text message we funded we funded and I was like <laughs> I'm like yelling in the bar people are like what are you yelling about
1: <laughs> I'm a success yeah. I don't need you anymore <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> but still tip me yes please <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I remember really my first
3: campaign when we hit funding, having a real sense of relief, but for like, a we were in the dead zone when we we went past the $3,000. And so we sat at $3,000 and like maybe $80 for two or three days. And I was like, can you unfund? Like <laughs> it, 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 it was a relief to fund, but it was like, what happens if someone cancels like one of the $200 pledges? What do I do? And then we had a big pledge that put us way over. And I was finally relieved further. Yeah, I was like, Okay, we're good. We're good to go. But it is it's better to be funded and worry about losing people than than vice versa.
2: Yeah, we were at that 2600 mark dead on for a couple days. And then we actually lost Thank you. (laughs) We actually lost a backer, but we gained another backer that was bigger. So then we were at like 2605.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's definitely something that we don't talk about a lot about on this show. But you know, you know, people can can drop their their pledge for whatever reason. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, something happens with with the job, they get hours cut in the middle. I mean, there are a few things happening in the world right now i don't know if you've noticed but um (laughs) just
2: a couple little things yeah
3: so (laughs) you have to respect anybody's right right to do it if they do but you also like oh god we were we were right there we were right there
1: right
2: so
3: shawnee how are you shawnee is checking in we got a congratulations from blake's buzz uh we're we're happy to go well travis is coming we normally do a little thing called uh a, an elevator pitch, and then we do it all around the horn. But you are the horn tonight. You are our unicorn, <laughs> our magical uh, creator. At this point, do you want to do? How would you get somebody enticed in your book at a comic convention in thirty seconds? While I pull up the campaign, and then we'll do the deep dive straight into that.
2: Um, sure. Uh,
3: Put you on the spot. Yeah,
2: right on. Um, so broken trident. It's uh, it. I can't. Speak right now. It was uh, inspired. That's what I was looking for by a D and D character that I wrote. Actually, it was my first D and D character, uh, underwater sea elf, and kind of just adapted into this kind of this pirate themed. Because in the D and D character or in the D story, he was on a pirate ship, and so we kind of adapted that into the comic. And it's he basically he finds his underwater home destroyed, and then uh, is going out to figure out who did it and why, and and kind of on this like revenge. Quest, and so yeah, just action packed. A lot of like trying to do like some deep character development and stuff as as well, not just action. So, well,
3: the the underwater creatures you guys have created are really unique and interesting. Did you come in with that design, or did your artist come bring that to
2: you? That is all the artists Right, I I had I had designed like, or you know, written because I don't draw at all. Um, I had written what that page you're looking at there actually the the next page i think it is um yeah that that was the first page we had complete by the artist right there Mm. and i had written it up like that that big thing in the back is the temple and 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 this is obviously a like a flashback scene it's before it was destroyed and everything and i'm maybe giving a little bit too much away about the comic but um the when we got that and he he had text me a lot back and forth about you know ideas for these creatures and he'd showed me some rough sketches and so when we saw this page come to life even when it was just pencils we were just amazed by these these animals and how he and he had showed this in in the concepts where you see some of them have like uh, not really saddles but almost like mass transit on the backs of these large creatures mm-hmm. And we really liked that idea and we just kind of let him run with it. And, and, and the colors too, like when we first saw this page in color, we kind of thought, oh my God, that's a lot. Like, that's really like, it's pastel, but bright. Right. And, like, we didn't know what to think at first. I liked it, but I was like, I don't know. And then, and then uh, we sat and talked about it. We're like, well, maybe this is how these creatures, how the the, the main characters see underwater that, you know, their vision is right. a little different It's more enhanced when they're underwater. So it, right. it, it the color
3: double. palette does change on this next page where you so, show the ship above the ocean. The color right. palette is more, you know, how, how we see the ocean. Right, right. No, that's very interesting. Um, you write this with your brother. Is that, I watched the video tonight. Yep.
2: Yep. It's kind of a funny situation because we have different last names, but I'm essentially his adopted brother. And long story short, uh, we're, we've been, we're cousins technically. And I moved in with his parents when, when I was like 14, and we've been writing comics together as kids since we were like, he, I think I was 10 and he was six or whatever it would have been. And I mean, they were crap, you know, your (laughs) little kids, just this mess of bad art and bad stories. But, and then, you know, uh now as adults he went to college for english literature okay i'm pretty sure that's the technical term of his degree he'll correct me later but uh as he does as the editor well maybe he
3: should have shown up and not had to work early
2: tomorrow god (laughs) people with their jobs and
3: responsibilities
2: but i really like the dynamic him and i have for writing because he'll he if he was here he would be the first to tell you this when he tries to write he gets so technical as he's writing, even in like a brainstorming session that he constantly is correcting himself and trying mm-hmm. to make the grammar right and everything. And then that slows him down and he loses his train of thought or whatever, or where he was going with it. Whereas when I write the script for this stuff, or even just the raw ideas, I'm just typing like, you know, 50 words a minute or whatever, just type getting it out there. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. My, for whatever reason, my OBS wants to take over all the time on this, when I'm on StreamYard come on come back there we go
1: there you (laughs) are
3: no worries
2: um so yeah it just works out perfect like the first couple pages that i wrote the script of um then gave to him to to edit and he's helping with story ideas too he's not Mm -hmm. just the editor but he he would essentially like Reword almost everything that I put down, but my message was still there. So it's just this right. really good kind of dynamic of how we work together. It, it just it just works, and then the artist feeds into it too with these you know these cool ideas for these creatures and things.
3: So uh, I'm gonna
2: take a guess at Ailer Azusano. Close. Uh, okay. We we were calling him Ailer for a long time until we met in a Zoom call, and and our other artist Oliver, that's right below him there, um, called him Eiler. Eiler, okay, and so it's Eiler, and you got the last name right, I think. Mm-hmm. A- Azusano, I'm pretty sure is how you say it. So,
3: oh, okay, and Oliver, probably does his flats and just helps him.
1: Uh, yeah, he
2: he does he does a uh, yeah a lot of the the other stuff that Eiler doesn't focus the whole thing on. Yeah, and he but he I think Oliver's doing some some page work now himself too. So
3: cool, cool. No, that's excellent.
2: And then and... you probably know that guy.
3: He's come up. Chris has come up. I I have Rift, not had Rift the pleasure Riders. of meeting him yet, but
2: he he just successfully funded Rift Riders. Um, we both live in Minnesota. We met on Comics Launch, though I haven't met him in, oh, nice. in real life yet. Nice. And uh, he's he was doing the lettering, and he actually just recently taught me how to do the lettering, so I'm taking that over.
3: Oh, okay. But, Did you do a course or just kind of work with him?
2: I just worked with him. I, he he I, he had me get Adobe Illustrator and. And showed me how to do it, and it took two sessions. The first session, I, don't well, now I got dogs barking, but we like dogs. That's fine. We like dogs. That's my, right. My my oldest son just walked in the door, so
3: it's no problem. For the first time, uh, my dog fell asleep out here, so we can we can show you Harpo on the couch. Can you see him? Oh, cute. Yep. yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: Otis is asleep in uh, the bedroom right now, so he's he's our big basset hound, so he's, he's safely in Yeah, the boy's got, uh, my wife, a painting of, of him, uh, it's called The Ambassador from some place on the web, but it, they took his image and likeness and put it on that, and I was like, that's just cool as heck. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: and we joke around, calling it the, since he's a basset hound, it's The Ambassador, so... Ah.
2: <laughs> I like
3: it. We love bad puns around here. At least
0: I no, do.
2: So do I. I do too.
3: <laughs> so I had listened to the video. Uh, now you said that you brought this from your D&D character and you had been working on this, this underwater elf for decades, right?
2: Uh, not quite decades, but quite some time. Um, okay. Probably two years before I decided to make it a, a comic character. Yeah. And we played that campaign for quite a while, and it's um, still one of my favorite D and D characters I've ever played.
3: Dude, how much of the campaign is in the story, or is it just simply the character?
2: Um, very little of the actual campaign because I wasn't DMing that one, so I didn't really take much of the other person's work because it was okay. it wasn't a pre-made campaign. You know, it was it was one that he had written. So just, just his storyline, essentially like his personal narrative, but not, not any like events from the, from the campaign.
0: Well, you mentioned the comics launch earlier. Is that how you kind of got the team together? I mean, I know obviously the, the, uh, editor slash co-writer is, you know, pretty much family at this point, but how, how did you make a connection with, uh, you know, everybody else on the team?
2: So Eiler, I met, excuse me, I met him on. Um, D&D Fantasy Art, a, a Facebook page. And we had him commission uh, Janor. His name wasn't Janor at the time, but um, I had him commission that D&D character just for our campaign because we were we were actually trying to stream our D&D game on YouTube, which was wildly unsuccessful. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and, uh, but we all got character art done by Eiler. So then when I last a little over a year now, I decided to do the comic and I, he was the first person I talked to and I didn't even, I had men- I had messaged a few other artists, but when he got back to me with some of his examples of comic work that he had done, um, I, I didn't even go anywhere. I didn't even really consider any of the rest. I just, you know, he'd already drawn the character that I wanted drawn anyway.
3: I can't imagine getting that page underwater and not like doing anything I could to make sure he was the artist. That is a good audition piece
2: right Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i we fell in love with that right away
3: do um do your brother and you do do you write full script or do you just give him a plot and then work on dialogue later how do you guys come up with your scripts i
2: I guess you'd call it full script i actually learned how to script um in the back of a brad Meltzer green arrow graphic novel okay (laughs) it's right above my shoulder other shoulder Brad is not, a, Brad's not a
3: bad writer to learn from. He's right. he's he's a decent one to use as your template. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, and he had the full script of, of one of the issues of, in that graphic novel in the back. So I was like, well, I'm just going to use this and figure, I literally just copied how he did it, you know, pa- like page one, panel one, panel two, mm-hmm. and then describe what I wanted the artist to draw and then do the caption boxes and the word bubbles and write down, you know. A, a little bit more than a rough idea, but not necessarily set in stone. And the artist has done a really good job of taking those descriptions that I have on the, on those pages and, and you know, kind of adapting them to, to make more sense. And, and I, you know, I would, at first I would tell him how I wanted the panels laid out too. And we kind of let him run with that at this point too. And he's even, we've expanded, like this was supposed to, initially we thought 22 pages, and then we we're like, okay, it's, there's no way it's going to be more. And we're at, okay, we're going to be at 28. Well, now we're thinking the finished is going to be 32. We have 26, 25, 26 complete right now. So we're almost done. That's awesome. Um, but it's going to probably wind up being 32 because there's been a few pages where he was like, that's a lot of content <laughs> to cram. It Those panels are going to be tiny and you're not going to be able to fit the word bubbles. And so, it, you know, it's, it's expanded with, you know with his art and everything so that kind of, at, at that pace. makes
3: total sense is you said this is your first crowdfunding is this your first comic first
2: comic too yeah
3: yeah i that that makes total sense i saw a really funny tweet unfortunately i don't remember who who wrote it it was a lady she said yeah I, e- editing voice all right guys there's already eight panels it feels a little crushed and then it was when i'm writing okay on panel 15 what we do is <laughs> Yeah, I, I. you said your script came from Brad. It's funny, uh, Will and I have written a crossover between our characters and you. it started out saying Kevin Pages, Will Pages, but our scripts are so dissimilar in how we lay them out that those are unnecessary. Mine um, comes very much from like the Neil Gaiman school. Of, you know, you just tell what's in it, narration, dialogue or whatever. And Will's is a much more, uh, I think you do a lot more work well, like you really format it and you know, number the dialogue and stuff, <laughs> yeah. which I sort of respect. And also, I'm like, God, that's a lot of work, man. <laughs> okay.
2: It really is. That's that's pretty much how I do it. And okay, yeah, I'm I... Neil Gaiman because Travis, my editor, is in love with Sandman. Oh, so. Right yes back. uh
3: sandman will there will be no um anti-sandman talk on this show it will be uh <laughs> no that's a sandman's on my mount rushmore comics i've got yeah. sandman bone and locking key and i'm waiting for the fourth so dave will
2: finish up <laughs> Maybe there's, there. we'll...
3: there's a space free i'm not saying
2: i gotta read the sandman he he, he gave me his uh the first two graphic novels of the Sandman series to read. And they're just sitting on my dresser. I haven't opened them up yet, but
3: oh, they're, they, they're I mean, they, to... the mythology even opens up after that. It's even more beautiful. So Shani said, Dave, welcome to the wild and wacky world of comics and crowdfunding. You're going to do great, especially if you're hanging out with these guys. <laughs> oh yeah. You, <laughs> and Thank speaking you. of hanging out with people, why don't we uh, hang out with Mr. Travis Gibb, who the man, we heard hurt- a legend. We've we've heard you've given Sandman for Dave to read. Is this a different Travis? Oh, different (laughs) Travis. Oh, I I got confused. I'm sorry.
4: If you need a copy of Sandman, Dave, (laughs) just give me your address. I
3: I have a copy of Sandman if you need it. (laughs) It's so funny. You said Travis, our editor, and I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. We did one of those things where we accidentally made a theme, but that was just me being confused. Travis, how are you tonight?
4: Good, good, good. I apologize. Our week has been crazy with the launch, trying to get it ready. And mm-hmm. then I've been on streams I because I tried to like clear up everybody, all the prior streams that I promised people, you know, because mm-hmm. my wife is in Cthulhu's Hard to Spell. So I did a, th- I did a podcast for that. And then we have uh, Tales of the Collective. So it's been crazy. And you guys both have kids, Will and Kevin, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, do you have kids?
2: I do. I have three.
4: So I, I have a nine-year-old and, you know, that typical – Oh, I've got this project, you know, it's due on Monday. Oh, cool. But it's really easy. No problem. And you trust the nine-year-old because you're an Mm -hmm. idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you you know, so it's a long list of things that we have to do. So, uh, you know, we're we're all struggling to do everything and get kids to bed. So I had to take the opportunity to get the kids to bed. uh, And they're working on this beautiful project, my wife and her daughter. I mean, they've been doing, it's about Helen Keller. And they've been working so hard on it. So very
3: proud no, that's that's um, at least you heard about it Friday night, and not Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. that's, true. that's
4: true. Well, we're not going to be here Sunday night. That's probably why we're going to see the Lumineers on Sunday night. Oh, okay. And then tonight, tomorrow night, we're going to a signing out in Orlando. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. That's collective.
3: So, Dave, with um, with Broken Trident, this is number one. How many issues do you expect there to be? for the series you don't have to exact but it's we actually
2: have a not necessarily an exact we have a rough outline of the of like a pretty big plan um so broken trident will be we're shooting for five issues and then if you look at the cover at the bottom it says keepers of veenox chapter one so we want to do five broken trident and then the next series will be another main character another mini series but the first issue of that will be Keepers of Vinox, Chapter 6. Okay. And then at the end, there's going to be four miniseries, if, if we can keep this train moving. And at the end of those four, if those all succeed and we get them all the way we have it planned, which another one of the miniseries is another one of my D&D characters that I adapted. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the fifth miniseries would be like Avengers style, like the four main characters kind of team up and and head after this big bad guy or whatever so just, we don't that, have like a lot of details on all that yet but we just have like a lot of rough ideas on on paper
3: no that's a really cool idea i'm gonna interrupt for one second ignacio is our our, our friend who joins us every friday night now i don't know johnny Fitz, but this is kind of a shout out to the community if anybody does know johnny and you can reach out to him uh, apparently he put some dark uh thoughts up on facebook and then deleted the account so if you are friends with johnny if you could reach out and see if he's okay and uh uh, check with him i unfortunately don't know him so i i don't know exactly how to reach him but if you do reach out uh we've got to be here for each other if we if we have any possibility ignacio thank you for bringing that to our attention um so it's a I think it's a tough time and I think that um I I don't want to say I understand what's going on because I am ignorant completely of it, but uh if we can be there for our friends or acquaintances when we can, we gotta we have to try to. Maybe Will knows him. May- Will just left, so maybe he's uh <laughs> running to Johnny. I yeah, hope. Hopefully. Uh
4: yeah. I mean, the guy's been messaging me for a long time and he's, he's gone up and down like for, you know, a few months and it's it's struggle, you know, and you, you always take it seriously regardless of what's going on, but this time he disappeared and this is not the first time he's disappeared. But again, every time if someone's reaching out, there's something going on and what mm-hmm. can you do, you know? Um, so, you know, I, I remember a stream um, actually now I think about it, it may have been the last stream that I was on with you guys. He was struggling and oh, i was really? private messaging him talking why i was doing the stream because he was going through some stuff
3: and that's i and you know what i'm glad that he at least reaches out because yeah. asking for help is something that i mean i can speak for me my generation i think we're all pretty darn close in the same thing we kind of weren't raised to ask for help we were raised to grin Bummer. and bear it and jump off a of, bridge and you know i'm not saying that as a joke i I mean that the way we were taught leads us to down an alley that there is no help so um johnny if if you are out there great at find find comfort wherever it is and do not be afraid to ask for somebody to talk to because you know it's a it's a rough time right now and getting dark is possible and, uh, you know, if we weren't all crazy, we would go insane type of a situation in this world. Yeah. Um, but um, so I, I don't we I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to ignore that, but I also don't know Johnny, so I, I don't want to keep talking on a situation that I'm ignorant of. I love the idea of having four kind of mini series that lead to but that you actually you run it all that's that's really smart i've seen like will and i we talked about are doing a a crossover between our characters it's sort of a one and done fun little we think a fun little story and then we go our separate ways but i've seen some indie people try to kind of mash up like nine characters and the problem as a reader is it feels like nobody is actually the captain of the ship Right. Whereas you're doing this with a plan, so and you're gonna, you and your brother are gonna be the captains of the ship. I think that's a really cool idea.
2: Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. So ho- hopefully we can see it all unfold. Probably take five to ten years, but
3: <laughs> you know, as as long as the the community is with you and you're, you know, I I've said it to Will: as long as we can keep our nose above water, then we right. need to keep we need to keep going. It's you know, when you start drowning that. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be continuing when you're drowning. But if the community comes out for you like they have so far, Yep. absolutely. Why the hell not? Yeah. All right. Speaking of the community coming out, what the hell, man? Cthulhu invades <laughs> Wonderland, kicking some serious astronauts. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, you know, you hate to say the words. is doing
4: better than I expected because that sounds like you're downing yourself. But I don't think it is in this case. Like. You know, I knew, uh, I knew I could get it funded or I wouldn't have put it up. And like, so that's not the issue, but to get halfway funded in a day, uh, you know, we're not even the same league of what I thought I was at. Right. Right. (laughs) Like that's crazy. Especially back in the day when uh, most of you guys one way, Charlie, uh, most (laughs) of you guys, you know, I've messaged privately. Hey, like, how do you get like a backer? Just like, you know, one. (laughs) 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 Any one would be great. (laughs)
0: Oh hey, what what uh, what were some of the answers you got there? Uh, you know, not yeah, uh, you know, just for a
3: friend. For a friend, it's not, it's not that we need to know, but if you would right. please publicly and write it in case we forget.
4: Uh, well, I will say I will give you guys something that I did this time that was a huge rock star for me, and I know Kevin. Kevin, you use um, BackerKit, right? Mm-hmm. So I use the BackerKit launch for this mm-hmm. one. And it was very, very effective. You know, um, I spent $100. I got $1,600 back. That was really, really good. And, you know, some of those, of course, you know, are people who I would have backed anyways, but there was also people who complained to me, which I know sounds like a bad thing, who haven't backed in a long time like how am i still on this list blah blah, blah. i was like that's great because i've never got you before i'm sure i put you <laughs> on my email list on this <laughs> or that mm-hmm. and it got to you so i know this is working so right right very very happy with the result of Backerkit. i've been told by so many to do it um mm. and then i finally did it and i'm uh, very happy with the result
3: 90. no launch, How long launch is, is perfect i really i really do believe that 99 dollars is worth it i
1: yeah.
3: um i used it one campaign and the last campaign was really i i would have started using it the day before the campaign launched and i felt like without like the the week or two window of like the seed emails as long as you actually plan your kickstarter which i did not do a good job of last time <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Well, I
4: actually did it the day of. Um, okay. Yeah, I did it oh, the day wow. of. I didn't do any of the pre launch stuff. I did it the day of, um, you know, to see how it works. And I, I was very, very happy. it. Now, the caveat to that for people who are watching who don't know, you really need like three to four campaigns to get the value of that like you can't I was
3: just, just
4: going to ask that. Don't yeah yeah don't do it like if you don't have a few campaigns. It is right. more of a few campaign more of an experience level thing, but um. So
3: so what backer kit launch does Dave is it takes every campaign that that you've run and it hits every single one of those backers with one email. Oh nice. Um and you can have like like five or six emails throughout the course of the of the campaign. Like the reason I said, I want, I want a little bit of a a landing strip for it is you can do an email two weeks before the campaign, letting people know it's coming two days before the campaign saying in 48 hours, we're launching the day of the campaign. And then like two or three during the
2: campaign. And you run Um, that just like another email server. Like I use MailChimp, like you make your, you craft the email and it just sends it to all those people.
3: Yes. The, the only negative is it's it's tougher to get good imagery on it, but oh, okay. you don't have to hit, let's say you've run seven campaigns. You don't have to send emails from all set updates from all seven to get every backer, meaning your favorite, not your favorite backers, but your best backers who come over and over and over again. You have to annoy them with seven updates in order to get the one person that hasn't oh, yeah. backed yeah. in three years. Um, so this kind of takes that away. So I then you're still, still
2: using. Oh, sorry. So oh, you're yeah. still using your email list on top of that. Oh yeah. Right. Launch okay. updates, email list. You're using all three.
3: You're using all three, but okay. you can you can um, do it so where you're not just updating everyone with the same thing because your launch email will say one version of what's happening. Your update another in your email list is another you're at least hitting if you're hitting the same person three times you're hitting them with three different uh shades of the message
2: right you're not just copying and pasting the same message in all three of those yeah, methods right.
1: Yeah. right right
4: yeah um, for me i have a sub stack so i did it to my sub stack and then i mm-hmm. did it through up through a few different updates and then um i have specific cthulhu lists because i did cthulhu vase odds so i have a, mm-hmm. a, a, a list of that And then I'll hit all the updates early next week. But that's just my method. You know, some people do it differently. I'll hit every campaign before I'm done. Uh, But I like to, because I have multiple projects, like Will and Kevin, they do the same project. So it's Tart and it's uh, Crossover. I have uh, Voodoo Nations. And so when I do that, I don't want to give them, hey, back my new thing. I want to go, hey, the thing that you love, Mm -hmm. here is what we're doing with it. Right. I mean, Dan, we're working on a trade. Here's the mock of the trade. Here's this. Right. We just got a cover. Here's this. You know. And we we do all those really cool things. Um. The quicker one, by the way, is CthulhuInvades.com. So for those oh, who okay. uh, don't, we we have a short short URL. Um. But yeah. Uh. We've been killing it. Going back okay. to it. It's been it's been killing it. I am blown away. I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna pull
3: up the screen. Let's look at it.
4: Yeah, I'm blown away by the support and the community coming behind me on this, and and my friends. I mean, we have 70 creators in this in this project.
3: <laughs> Shawnee says she hears from me quite a bit, which she has absolutely no problem with. Oh. Very happy to hear that. Uh, want try to add value, try to add entertainment. Um, so happy to hear that I'm not, uh, you know, overstepping my my invitation. So I appreciate that, Shani.
4: I went to, have you been to the scout store yet? Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I, I love your little tart section. I looked at it today. I was there and uh, it's beautiful.
3: When I, I went in before they uh, put it all together and there was a, uh on top of a pyramid was was one of the uh tart editions i was like that is exactly how the store is supposed to look when i came back (laughs) and the store was built that had been replaced with another book but i can't complain too much at least it was there when i walked out you should have called maintenance maintenance something's wrong so how many teams do you have working? We probably won't have time to really get into every single team, but how many teams do you have on this one?
4: So we have thirty-four. Different we
3: definitely do not have time to <laughs> get into every team.
4: Thirty-four different teams. Uh, it is quite the to-do. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a beast. It's a beast. You know, we did Cthulhu invades Oz in two thousand twenty. Um, I remember, I believe your correct response was, uh, I'm too good for that. When I asked you, Kevin, if I remember, uh, <laughs> something like that, I remember asking you, but you were like, uh, you know, I write original content, Travis Cthulhu, somebody else made up and uh, it was very offensive, <laughs> but uh, I feel like,
0: you <laughs> uh, I get I think, the right URL yeah.
3: for
2: you there, Travis.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it.
3: Okay, awesome. I, I think my answer would probably be, I just have never read the original Cthulhu stuff, so I would be writing basically what I learned from Miskatonic High, and Cthulhu is uh, hard to spell, and that feels like a copy of a copy of a copy, and I think that your readers would realize it. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, I can see you're a lot. I'm going to say right now, you you get to shout out Carl Moline's name at any time. Rob Moltari. You got Rob Moltari
2: on there. I love Rob. Yeah. Uh,
3: Some guy named Travis Gibb. Chuck Pino. Man. Yeah. You got a Stoney Williams. You got yourself a crew. Matt and Steph. Yeah. So No wonder uh, you're kicking ass.
0: 34. members of the creative team, are we going to be able to lift this thing when we get it? I mean, how's shipping going to be on this monster?
4: Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, if you scroll, when you get to, there's sections where you'll see like all the individual teams, and you can kind of see each of the art styles. We have all 34 like little images. And just so you're aware, because I'm crazy like that, we did so good on day one. I was like, Oh my, I think I may have to think about stretch goals a little bit. So uh, you, who I wanted to get in this book, who didn't have a chance. I need two pages. You, eight pages. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Snack>. <laughs> so is this a kid-friendly book?
4: Um, more or less. So uh, there's no uh, foul language or anything of, of that nature, but Cthulhu does bring horror and some blood. So right. um, yes and no, you know, it depends on your kids, basically. I'm not, I
2: think my, I'm just looking at the page as you go scrolling down here. Yeah. my I have a 10 year old and an eight year old that that'll probably think this is pretty cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
4: There's no horror stuff, you know, in this one or Oz. I mean, it's, it's got some horror stuff, but there's nothing, you know, uh, there's no nudity. There's no anything crazy.
3: Okay. Do have to give a big shout out to Wendy Gale getting a, a spot in here. I've I, I noticed her getting into anthologies and, and starting to, starting to get her name out there which is which is awesome
4: yeah i I really we got i've got a lot of new people on this one which is really good like uh travis hill like he's a great guy on twitter i don't know him at all and i didn't like him because his name is travis i also don't like your (laughs) brother Dave. uh just just, just, you know uh, as a pure rule but you know he did great job
3: that's funny like all kevin's pretty much kind of we kind of like kumbaya together, so Travis's don't. Interesting. All right. All right. We, we're not sure about Kevin Federline. That's the one that we kind of side-eye, but the motherfucker's rich, so what can you say? I mean, but yeah, I
4: mean, he clearly knows something that you guys don't know. But, but as you see, the art styles are various different, all yeah. sorts of really cool stuff in here. You know, You can see the whole creative teams as you go through there. It's, it's been crazy go nuts, um, you know, doing some really, really cool stuff. Uh, super proud of it. You know, we've got uh, Philip Bruhorn there, you know. Uh, I bring Kurt out. Kurt Belcher, you know, he's, he's, he never does anything. He used to be doing everything when I started. So I make sure he does something. I mean, look at that. Look at that yeah, page. That look them. at that. I'd oh, my love God. That one. It's insane.
3: Yeah. Um, I would scream Jesus, but then I'd just be saying the artist's name. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say
4: that in my house. My wife will always correct me. He's from Spain. It's Jesus. <laughs> uh, so
0: but, how long, uh, how long did it take you to put this together? I mean, uh,
4: these take a year, these a take year. a year to put together. Yeah. It takes a year to, to get the teams to balance the teams. Uh, Cause I want. Uh, so for those who've never uh, read a Cthulhu invade story, I don't do a typical anthology. This anthology is a, uh, a original story, the serialized story telling in it. So there's a beginning, middle and end, even though there's anthologies. So I need to know everybody's story and kind of fit a roadmap of, of putting it all together. Mm-hmm. I just uh, anthologies. I love anthologies, but I, I don't want someone to go through an anthology. You're like, eh, which one do I like? I want you to go, this is all part of the story. So you either like it all or you hate it. There's no other option. I want one of the two. Um, so building these things take a while being the team and I want to be very inclusive. So I make sure that, you know, we, we invite a lot of people to the table from minorities to, to women to, to, you know, everybody's included. Everybody's welcome to, to create stories in here. So I, I make a, I, we spend a lot of time getting all that out and then assigning characters. I mean, there's so many characters in Wonderland. There's so many characters in Oz to get all that up. It's kind of funny. We're starting Neverland uh, assuming this funds, And that's like 12 characters. We're going from like bases of like 40 to 50 to like 12, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's going to be a far smaller and more intimate book. But
3: So is the public domain on Neverland fixed now? Because I know that Alan Moore ran into that uh, with um, Lost Girls is is Peter Pan now in public domain before you. Spend too much time on this. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Neverland, saying this more as a warning and also as a question. As
4: far as I'm aware is the problem that happens is a lot of people like to use, there's a play that came out that has some additional information about uh, what happens after Neverland. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of people want to use that. And if I, from what I understand from the Alan Moore case, he used a lot of that play, which is still, uh, which is Own My Playhouse, which has a different right set than the novelization. So, okay. it's, so they add like extended chapters and it's basically the girls of Neverland that kind of go back out after the case and, you know, do some stuff. And Peter's okay. old and they get married. Like there's all this extra like uh, before we had it, it's the after credits. Right. It's like kind of like the mm. after credit scene in the play. Um, and people ran with that and can assume that was canon. That's not the case, because unlike other stuff. There's only one true Neverland book. Everything else has been written by other people that he approved, but they're mm-hmm. not in the same timeline. And it's the same thing with Cthulhu. You got to be careful with Cthulhu because the role playing industry has made so many other things over the years. You've got to be careful what you use because if you use the wrong thing, mm-hmm. you, uh, some, uh, you know, call it Cthulhu, the, the board game may come after you because they, they created that for the board game. So you got to be very careful about these things. And I had people look over it after
3: okay. the piece. All right. No worries. Um, I did stop on this. You got Pat Shand to do the art and the story? That How is does that di- come back? It
4: is a different Pat Shand.
3: Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that makes a lot of sense, but I thought, wow. That's they much. do
4: have the same name, but it okay. is a different one.
3: Okay. So so I'll start with that back. Who is Pat Shand that you got to do the... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: I don't know if he can draw. I'd lo- I'll have to ask him. <laughs>
0: So oh, you uh <laughs> a, a year a year for this, right? Yeah. Plus um Voodoo Nations, plus Granite State Punk, which mm-hmm. you I see starting chapter 2, right? Yeah. yeah. And
4: uh, <laughs> before we leave this, I'll go get the copies. I picked them up today. We can we can Oh, show beautiful. Them. Oh,
0: nice. Very nice. I mean, how this is, you know, you're you're putting out a ton of work and it's a ton of work. So where do you find the time, man?
4: Uh, Luckily, I, I, I'll be honest. Like I want to come up with some sarcasm. I just do it. It's, it's. I own my own business. I own web design. So, uh, and I'm a single guy, single uh, person who does web design. So I have one other guy who works for me. So I just take less clients. You know, I I do less web design work. I kind of have a, I've been blessed that I worked really hard in it for about 10 to 12 years. So I have a very good solid base that needs updates that I can charge a little bit to be good. And my wife has a good job. So it allows me the free time to create a lot of these things and do it in the Mm -hmm. nights and weekends, but it's hard, but this is what I want to do. Like, this is all I want to do. Uh, And I'm so close. Well, I'm so close. (laughs) I'm just not there. Um, So I just hustle. I hustle hella hard and my wife has gone all in. I mean, uh, it's crazy, Kevin, you haven't spent a lot of time talking to my wife. Like my wife was all in then, like, but she was all in Travis. Like, mm-hmm. I love my husband so we can do this. Now okay. she's like, I'm creating my own things. I'm doing this. She's building her own empire. Like she's <laughs> she's definitely embraced the queen part of it. Uh, so it's very, very cool uh, to see that now as it changes. Yeah, I mean, uh, May I have Cthulhu Invades, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, in May I have Voodoo Nations 3. Uh, in June, I have the Broke Down 4 Trade. I have a new book on Pop Van Winkles in July. We're trying to get expired, too, by October. That's up in the of, air. Yep. And Holiday Spirits due in November. Like, mm-hmm. it's a full year. I have a full year yeah. schedule. It's insane.
3: Yeah. Nice. And you, that's that's where Comic Impressions being uh, not short, but definitely doable drive away is is very helpful for us Floridians. I I'll pop over there if I can uh this this last one though it actually worked out just as well I, it was a low enough print run that they just ups it over so I, I didn't have to do the drive and uh james hake was on vacation so i wouldn't even got to see my buddy so it wasn't worth doing the drive for me
4: i mean i uh, i mean it was a hundred dollars today to drive from where i am to there like a hundred dollars for the drive so i thought um like you know, it may have been cheaper to ship. Uh, you know, because I, you know, it may have been cheaper. Been pretty close.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Ignacio says he's so glad Travis is insane. Aren't we all?
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Buzz asks, "Cthulhu Neverland is coming up too." I have not. Though people talk about Cthulhu invades Neverland, like I've casted people, like a there is no stories. Nobody has been approved. I don't put the carpet for the horse. So until hmm. this baby's funded, it's not really a thing. It's just an idea.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely so uh so, dave so we've... blake i'm gonna answer oh <laughs> yes
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so dave uh
0: we've been talking about comic impressions uh they're what i've used for crossover division uh they've been printing tart for several issues now <laughs> and then uh you know, Travis has used them. Did you use them on all four issues of broke down?
4: No, I uh, I used issue uh, two,
0: right? You uh, yeah, yeah. Two?
4: Remember the old good old Kraken Press? Maybe you, you're yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have memory. Have what? What are you doing for your printing, Dave? I'm or actually didn't...
2: working with Rich from Comics Impressions. Okay. Uh, Rich is an awesome dude. Yeah, I've been yeah. emailing back and forth. Uh, I got a little bit late on the game. I was trying. to I don't want to say too much because I don't know if it'll happen. But I was trying to get some uh, some like special foil print covers and stuff done and. And We're working with it, but now there's only seven days left of the campaign, so we'll see if we can make that happen or not. I might still get them printed, uh, just for my own sake, just for comic cons and stuff. But
3: I do, uh, w- with Rich and our foil stuff, I just send him the image and tell him to go crazy. That's and basically what I did. He figures too. it out, yeah.
2: He, he, he showed me some examples, and I was like, Yep, I like that. Just do that, do something like that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and
4: I, I I gotta tell you. Uh, David does the same thing, David Burn from Stake. Clearly, that's the best way to do it. You know, I have uh, the glow in the dark. um, It's, let me see, I think I have it here. The glow in the dark, Cthulhu invades Oz, and I love it, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not as cool. So this is the image that I wanted, right? This is a beautiful image, and then you've got, and because I'm an idiot, not that I, like I've never seen glow in the dark before in my life, you know, it comes out like this. And in my head, I had that, even though I know this is how Glow in the Dark comes. Like, you know, but you just don't know because you're so excited. Yeah. (laughs) And it's fine. But again, Uh these are things that if I would have just let him go, because he was like, do you really want Glow in the Dark? And I was like, yes, I do. Cthulhu needs to glow, Rich. (laughs) uh so you know getting that stuff and lowering that and i saw some really cool stuff and i will tell you guys this um he said some good there's some good news about paper it's not it's only like 70 st- 70 uh, points which is not like the greatest paper stock but there's a decent amount that may be coming in regular which is good because 70 mm-hmm. is what most people use anyways uh you know i tend to go a little bit higher like the 80 or the 100 but 70 mm-hmm. you know, is absolutely fine
3: yeah no especially the way they print 70 works out perfectly yeah. fine yeah mm-hmm. um so dave how has has how has all of the the craziness of the design affected you has it been an easy learning curve has there been a lot of things that came out of left field for you
2: yeah it was it was a lot to take in all at once i mean because all i had in the beginning of this before i had joined the comics launch program and everything was the rough idea for the comic and a little bit of maybe script started and everything. And so then I can honestly say, and I'm not plugging comics launch for Tyler, but I wouldn't have known anything. I wouldn't have known you guys. Like I, <laughs> I, I would have, I would have failed at Kickstarter. Like I would have not have known any of this stuff. So it, but to, to answer your question, it has been just like a crazy run of events, like learning, um you know learning the scripting as i said mentioned before and then mm-hmm. trying to put this whole page together and then the um when i was talking to chris Beck, the one that's doing the the lettering he started talking to me about well this isn't the right file type we have to do it in what in whatever uh i don't even remember the top of my head the file type now and i was like i am not a graphic designer i'm not a, a like <laughs> art type person at all digital or physical like i used to draw a lot when i was a kid but i write like i don't mm-hmm. and so it was just that was really overwhelming and then i he's like well you need to talk to your printer which is rich so i i talked to rich and he got it all clear that part all cleared up for me as far as like what file types to submit mm-hmm. and he, he may as you guys probably all know he made it pretty easy Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was it was a lot it was a lot to take in um in a very short amount of time especially working a full-time job working a part-time job having three children (laughs) well
4: i want you you to message danny morales on facebook uh he's going to be busy uh because he's doing an anniversary uh thing for tomorrow but your retail tier is $35. He's, that's not going to be a problem to him at all, and he would love to have you. He's a store owner oh, sure. Orlando. I think it'd be great. You'd, you'd be a great fit in their store because they they have a DD clientele as well as the, the comic clientele. Uh, so message Danny. If you need a, a personal invite, please do it. Uh, I know that that's a guaranteed buy for them.
3: And if he doesn't answer you, watch Explain Yourself next week where Danny Morales should be on to talk about Taylor right. from the Collector. And you can really, Put really him shame him into doing it. <laughs> if he's on here to talk about his campaign and he hasn't backed yours and you bring it up, oh. he's going to back yeah, He it's might embarrassing. rescind it the day
2: after. But I think I just found him on, on Facebook here. so. <laughs> Well, yeah if know, he doesn't,
4: like i said if he doesn't get back to you today we're doing a cam, we're doing something tomorrow in fact I'm, I'm gonna get those books right now because I actually have a tales of the collective because we printed a hundred for the event
3: oh, cool. nice excellent very nice
0: um so you mentioned Tyler and comics launch and mm-hmm. you never have to apologize mm-hmm. uh, I think Kevin and I have mentioned that i I wouldn't ha- you wouldn't see crossover division in print it wouldn't exist if it weren't for Tyler and comics launch so yeah Tyler Tyler James is is uh the wind beneath our wings how about Mm -hmm. that
1: that yeah
2: (laughs) that will never there is just so incredible like when i started doing the first thing i did was the list launch course Mm -hmm. and i was like i would have never even came close to doing any of this like i wouldn't have known to do any of that it was it was just insane and and how much that that class that course helped yeah
3: Wedge, Wedge Horn says, I think this is fascinating, getting it to take a peek behind the scenes. Wedge, awesome. If there's any questions you have or thoughts or you want to just just uh, let us know what you want to hear about. And the four of us can either tell you what we know, tell you we don't know it or, you know, kind of try, have, try we to figure Travis, things out. We have fucking rock star Travis Gibb on here. You who know, <laughs> has
0: got a monster campaign going right now. So, yeah. Well,
4: and, uh, you know, talking about Comics Lunch, I mean, that's where I claim all my success, too. You know, uh, I, I'm a comic strip guy. Uh, I just am busy and I'm not in that group as much. And I actually feel guilty all the time because you'll notice when I feel guilty because I will. Today's my day. I'm going to reply to everything.
3: <laughs>
4: you'll get a three month reply and then you won't see me again for three months.
3: <laughs> I'm like,
4: I'm part, I'm with you.
3: <laughs> Ever since I took a Facebook break and took it off of my phone, I'm definitely spotty in mm-hmm. in comics launch. But I, I I've said this, but I don't know who's you know tuning into the show for the first time. My theory on uh, comics launch is you must. If you want to crowdfund, you must listen to about the first 12 episodes of the podcast, Comics Lunch. You have which is to. all
0: free, all free, it's
3: all free. You do not me. have I'm to pay it. a penny and it will give you amazing information to help you on your journey. I think you should also do the free things that Tyler does about four times a year on Facebook. Mm-hmm. They're very valuable. I personally have gotten every penny of investment back plus a multiplier of a lot by paying to go into the group. Um, So I recommend it, but you must do the free things. Mm -hmm. And then you make your choice. If you do invest in yourself with Comics Launch and and go through the course, you will pay yourself back. But if you do the free stuff, you're going to get so much out of the free stuff. You've got to do that. So that that's mm-hmm. that's my. Uh, it, Tyler doesn't pay for this, but Tyler has earned this with what he's done Absolutely. for the comics community. So, mm-hmm.
4: and, uh, and I'm a, I'm even going to care that. You could learn everything that I learned from Comics Launch by listening to his podcast. But if you want it in a step by step guide and not having mm-hmm. to bounce around and figure it out through the through mm-hmm. whatever he's talking about that day. then it's the better way to do. So what's worth it? Is it your time? And I'm I'm talking hundreds of hours of content Mm -hmm. Tyler's put together. Or or do you want to, you know, do it in a month, get the whole thing down in a step-by-step, be able to search for the actual thing that you need, whatever issue is going on, you know, that's what's up.
3: (laughs) Gerald says, what's up? Know thyselvers. I'm way late, so start from the beginning." Hey, everybody, it's Friday night. That must be yeah. that the Geek Collective has allowed us to come on and do Explain Yourself. We've got two creators <laughs> tonight. Dave Steinborn is here. Now, Travis is going to be a little bit late. He's got to put his uh, head to bed, but I know he's going to be here. Uh, Dave, 30-second pitch for uh, Broken Trident. All right, Actually, on. he should
4: give us 30 seconds. Gerald is a huge ED nerd. And I saw your profile. Like, let's hear the pitch, Dave. I want to hear it again.
2: So I I started out uh, Janor, the main character of Broken Trident. He was one of my first. He was my first actual D and D character, other than just kind of messing around with it. And and he was. I made him as an underwater sea elf. Um, His name was different at the time. Um, And I just adapted that into this comic character uh, about a year ago. And you know, Kevin kind of asked me before I. You know did you adapt any of the story no it was just just his his personal stuff and then add it in and actually i didn't mention this before because my Travis isn't here, but he, there's a third <laughs> in Broken Trident. Uh, By the Xavier. way, now I see why
3: Travises don't like each other. Yeah. My Travis. All right, <laughs>
4: it's so conceited. Like, they have their own Travises. Like, everybody I thinks see. that they just claim us. Like, we are – yeah. like, I am Kevin and Will's Travis. Like, that's
2: <laughs> – Exactly. <laughs> so but the cool Travis thing was, though – that doesn't mean anything, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> That, so my Travis's character was Zedrin, That the so on the cover of Broken Trident, the one that's blue, he had created that character, also essentially a sea elf, independently of me creating Janor. And we didn't know we were going to do this together. I contacted him a little over a year ago and said, hey, do you want to work on a comic? And I showed him what I had, and he was like, oh, my God. Like, this is you can tell we're related. Like we came up with this <laughs> stuff independently and it just fits like perfectly. So it's basically back to the 32nd the pitch. That's now like three minutes, but uh, <laughs> the this, the bulk of the story is he, he is from an underwater city. He goes to go home finally after leaving it for a long time, finds it in shambles and he wants to essentially find out who did it and why and seek revenge. And it's ends up on the pirate ship going after who he thinks may have destroyed the city. And and that's where cool. the story kind of starts off.
4: I got to tell you, well, uh, hearing that, and I've never put it together, but if Crossover Division doesn't at some point cross into a personal D&D game, I think that that is just
0: perfect. <laughs> like, and it's got to
4: be personal. They're like, what is this from? They've yeah. been playing for forty years, so it now has. A, a it line. has
0: built up enough that somebody's crossed over into it. I, I love it. I'm going to write that down. I'm actually literally writing that down. Yeah, right I think now. it
4: would be funny, it, especially uh, it, that'd be great. Tears too. You know, we have. Uh, we need a dwarf warrior. Who Who's played a dwarf warrior? <laughs> Give us a name.
2: I thought about doing, and I might still do it for a future campaign. Um, Right behind me here is my son's 3D printer. Um I thought about trying to print some some D&D minis um mm-hmm. for the for one of the campaigns. Oh, and that got me to thinking of this. I did have a a Lego where's my camera? I had a <laughs> Lego minifigure designed and you nice. can see that on the campaign of Janor. <laughs> so the the goal of of that is to each campaign a new character will get their own minifigure.
0: Nice, very nice. Those minifigs are cool. I mean, it, there's nothing like seeing something that you, you know, thought up in your brain manifested in plastic. I mean, it's just like right. the greatest thing ever.
2: Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that, you know, going back to your idea about the DD thing, I, I, I think the 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 d minis would be a pretty cool thing too. I'm sure that's been done, but mm-hmm. with mine being d based, it would, it would be cool.
0: But, yeah, hey, Travis just gave me a, a an awesome idea for – uh yeah, you know, I'll have to credit him when we finally get around to doing that.
4: I want to co-write it. I'm excited. like I want full in.
0: All right. Awesome. <laughs> it's done.
3: I'd do it, but I'm too good for it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's why you're already- not,
4: that's <laughs> why Kevins are viewed the way Kevins are the <laughs> <viewed by>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I remember when uh Karen's got really big <laughs> all of a sudden someone said like the the male version of a karen should be called a kevin and i was like well we're just fucking sweethearts we're like (laughs) the panda bears of names you know like what but then i was like i can't complain about this because if i do i'm literally being a karen and proving their point so i had to just
1: keep (laughs) real quiet i'm not
2: kidding you Five minutes ago, my 10-year-old son said, aren't male Karens Kevin? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Dave, can you do me a favor and just tell him I believe it is Chad's. <laughs> That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. Because <laughs> Chad's had already happened when somebody yeah, tried Chad's. the Kevin thing. Right, I like, right. But I can't, I can't lead that fight because it's literally what a Karen would
1: do. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Ignacio says he has an RPG system that we could use.
4: Nice. <laughs> I well, depending on how tomorrow goes. So the last campaign, uh, there's a, a YouTube channel called Comic Burrito. Uh yeah, part of that. I great. love those guys. Um, and my deal is when I have my Cthulhu launches, if they get me 10 physical backers during my show, I will run a Dungeons and Dragons Cthulhu Invades. One so we did a Cthulhu Invades Oz campaign. So I took them and I ran one and uh We're going to try tomorrow night. And based off the names that I've seen backing – uh, they're they're holding back.
3: <laughs>
2: you know, oh, they're waiting to make sure that they get it. I got it. All this Karen talk, and then the Cthulhu invades. I think I have a good idea of something we could collaborate on. Let's make like a Karen invades <laughs> a comic series. Like call call of the Karen or something.
4: My my wife actually for holiday spirits too wrote a wrote a Karen story, and she has various levels of Karens. In,
1: oh, that's awesome uh,
4: during Black Friday. So you'll have to look for to that it's pretty funny
3: that is I saw on Twitter today and of course Travis it happened in Florida um <laughs> Florida some man. lady went into uh I, I think it was a Burger King but I'm not sure if fast food got it angry at the uh, person behind the counter and threw Mayo at her and the girl behind the counter it's like she got out a gun and started <laughs> shooting at her so treat treat <laughs> your employees with respect people because they might shoot you yeah <laughs> I'm just, wow. that's my warning. Like I, you can't even be mad. Someone threw mayo at her. Like I, I was like, yeah, like that's a, that is an appropriate response to having mayo thrown at you at your job. And it, it's insane to say that. And yet who would throw mayo at a goddamn employee? No matter how mad you are, don't throw mayo at somebody. Stupid ass. Sorry.
2: I, I'm appreciating that story. Cause I, I, when I was in high school, and then when I got out of the Air Force and was back Ooh. in college, I worked at Burger King on two separate occasions. <laughs> so I bet you have a couple stories. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely.
4: I just want to point out, I just read the profile. His Travis has a bachelor's in uh, English. Based off of my Facebook, you guys both know I do not have a bachelor's in English.
0: <laughs> you got to watch those English majors. Trust me. Trust me on yeah. this. You <laughs>
3: Well, we it rounded out midnight. I'm um, gonna check the comments, see if there's any other questions. But I think, I think, Will, do you want to go through the campaigns that are still live? Let's. Uh, uh, be- before we do, I'd like to shout out to some that have finished last week.
0: Uh, oh
1: heck yeah!
4: And I want to showcase before we leave.
1: Give oh, them showcase, some Uh
0: Yeah. So um, last week we had that uh, we've had on the show uh, Bloom Pretty. Oh my god, Monster Monster mm-hmm. campaign so successful. Congrats to Lisa, the yeah, whole team yeah. and and Brant. Um but yeah, that funded last week. And then uh we had uh Two-Eyed Tails funded last mm-hmm. week. Good. Congrats to them.
3: And then uh, lastly, which, uh, uh, and which, we love you. Which real quickly, real quickly, I believe Joseph has a story in Cthulhu, right? Joseph he does. does. He does. Yeah, Yeah. yeah so
0: and then uh, finally uh Fellhounds and we love you. Uh Fell is just a delightful human, and mm-hmm. so my, I Yeah, we just we just want her to succeed, and she had a super successful campaign. So congrats to her as well.
1: Yeah.
3: So Shawnee says Bloom pretty looks stunning. Can't wait. It it really does. So you're right, Travis. Let's do that showcase. That's yeah, right. Let's,
4: let's let's do it. So I have to. Uh, my letterer. When we get break them out, we just read. Uh, I believe, and I'm not sure if this is true. In Canada, you just get free money, right? So if you spend all your money. You just go to prince edward on an island and he just gives you more like that's just how it nah,
0: i'm moving to canada right so i, live in canada, go canada, canada. I
2: can go check
4: i, I wanted to launch on day, <laughs> i wanted to fund on day one so i keep messaging my letter like it's only 1300 now like yeah. you you know, thirteen thousand yeah. now can you can you back it like what's going on and nothing yeah. <laughs>
3: I think the letter is like, you know, I work on it. I don't have to buy it. Drums
4: <laughs> crazy. Uh, so this is the Tales of the Collective. We did print two covers. So these oh, are nice. going to be for the thing, but these are the book. And, you know, to show that, you know, I believe, you know, if you're partnered partner with Orange Cone, Tales of the Collective is partnered. partner. We do the production of it. It's it's their book. We do the production. Mm-hmm. I want you to be 100% pr- complete. So, uh, yeah. you know, just another example of us doing it, 100% complete.
1: hmm Nice. So, uh,
4: you can buy these if you're in Orlando uh, tomorrow. That's the only time you can buy them. If not, you have to back the Kickstarter to collect it. But Danny will tell you more about that next week.
3: Yeah, what's, Absolutely. Yep. What's really funny is I was almost up there tomorrow. We just had a couple sicknesses in the house and we decided maybe the universe was telling us not to drive. So, I almost got to see you. Um, um,
4: I would love to see you. Um, yeah.
3: We'll make it happen. So, Grand State Punk's here. Nice. nice. I think it's
4: beautiful. Uh, I I literally, I'm I'm not kidding. This is the best thing I've ever done. Like, it is 100 times better than anything I've ever done. Uh, It's so good. And it sounds horrible to say that, like I'm crapping on my other work. But when you know something's good, you know it's good, right?
2: Mm -hmm. Is that another Comics Impressions book?
4: Yes, these are all Comics Impressions. Yeah, These are all picked up today.
2: Nice. All the variant covers.
4: The medals weren't done yet. I I need to wait another week, but.
0: Oh, I've got to get on in my email now and, and uh, ask where my copy is. Hang on a second. Yeah, please
4: do. Yeah, message <laughs> me immediately. Uh, like we did the black and white. This is the punkified version. I'm going to be drawing on that, which is cool. And this nice. one was not on the Kickstarter. This is from Megacon.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, MegaCon exclusive.
4: When- uh, I don't know if you know this guy, Tim Von Cleft, Kevin?
3: Uh. Not, not, not that I'm remembering. He's a,
4: he's a huge backer of Kickstarters, even okay. though he's not uh, a, a comics guy. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a he's a fan, not a creator. But he does beautiful art, and I met him at a con. And I was like, "Wait, you back all my stuff? What, and I was like, yeah, I was like, why
3: don't hey, you dude, do something?
4: Let's do a cover." So he does crazy <laughs> punk stuff. So I let him have yeah. go nuts, and this is what he created.
3: That's nice. really cool. That's really cool. I met the editor on Tart at a convention, New York Comic Con. Uh, these four young ladies came in and she was dressed as Dr. Who. And, you know, I don't, when you're at a con and if it's a nice slow con and you get to talk to every single person that walks by, that's the best. You, you want a nice rhythm of people, but New York comic con, it's just like two dozen people at once are going past. You kind of have to like go like, all right, which one is the most likely to be into it? Cause I can't talk to everybody. So if anybody walks by and Dr. Who Sandman or like, Weedenverse stuff. Those are the people that I try to grab for Tart. And uh, she's dressed as Dr. Who. So I'm like, hey, come here, let me show you. She ended up buying it and her friend bought Hell Strawberry, Ludo's uh, story that he wrote and draws. So they were very nice. They left. Apparently they handed it to each other. All four came back and ended up all four of them bought Tart and Hell Strawberry. <laughs> and I think Tart 4 was done at that time. So we became friends on Twitter and she did some grammar stuff for me for a Kickstarter. And I was like, Oh, she's, she's really good. She's much better at grammar than I am. She's smart. She sent me one of her screenplays to read, which is a scary proposition because you know, it's not, not all of us are ready to be sending out books to other people. All right. Including me when I sent out my first things and maybe me now, but um <laughs> I read it. I'm like, oh fuck, she's good. Okay, sweet. <laughs> so when it came time to get an editor, I, I I emailed her. I'm like, hey, do you have any interest? And she was like, yeah, that'd be really cool. So you've got it. You've got a cover artist from comms. Yeah. I've got an editor. You know, so it's it, it can happen. It's really it's really yeah. a neat way to find find people in your uh, your team, your family, your yeah. circle, whatever you want to call it. And. and, and, and
4: Nothing better. You're going to feel it, Dave. Nothing better than finding those one or two like hardcore fans who you've never met, who you just found the thing. It's amazing. I'm excited
2: for that. We're planning on, you know, hoping this all goes well and we print and everything in time. There's a couple comic cons coming up in the, in the late summer and fall here in Minnesota that we're hoping to, to get a booth at. And so excited about that. Yeah. Nice. When is Megacon Travis?
4: Uh, May. May, I think it's May. May the second week, like 12th and 13th.
3: Okay, cool. All right. Okay, so Will, we're going to do it? Let's do it, man. All, All right. right. We're going to do this for you guys for the next couple of weeks while you're still live, although I don't think we're going to do it for you, Dave. You're closing before next uh, Friday at 11, right? I
2: think the last day is, yeah, it, well, it's Friday at midnight, my time.
3: Okay, so you'll probably still be on.
4: Yeah. yeah no, it's like you've got Saturday, minutes. March. Yeah, you got Saturday, March 26, uh, 1 a.m. Oh, sorry, So yeah, we you're... will be able
3: to shout about it out Thank you out
1: before you close.
3: <laughs> All right, sweet. So we will do it once for you. But um, Morsels is an, a horror anthology that every one of the shorts is written by uh, J. Michael Donahue. And he um, a couple of them have been in anthologies before. And he just decided hey, I've got these cool horror ones that are sort of on theme and uh, let's put this book together. Artwork is really cool. The concept of each short story is very cool. So if you're a horror aficionado, I would say definitely check that out. Uh,
0: next up, we've got... Um, Cthulhu is hard to spell and pronounce, actually. Uh, volume 3 um, with uh, by Russell No Healthy and a... Literal who's who of indie comics people, and I believe Travis, you guys are doing a crossover print or uh, something to kind of generate some interest between both books, right? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. So my wife is in that, and I was in number two. So what we've done is uh, it's actually over, uh, but uh, no, no, it's not over. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you can. Nothing it's- is
3: over. Yeah. Was it over when the Germans bombed <laughs> Pearl Harbor? <laughs>
4: I mean, apparently the Russian Cold War is not
3: over, is what I've been learning <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. They certainly never stopped fighting it. <laughs> I have a Russian
4: art, Stanyak is in my book. You guys know Stanyak. I can't pay him. There's zero ways to pay him. We've tried so many different ways. I can't pay him. Someone was
2: saying to try in cryptocurrency. I saw that on- Yeah, on but the I can't box. pay,
4: but I'm a I'm a legal business in America. I can't be
2: paying for <laughs> cryptocurrency. I, I'm
4: not I'm not equipped for that.
2: <laughs> I don't but even, even know where I'd be begin to do that. I know nothing about cryptocurrency. I just, yeah. that's what I saw on there. <laughs> right. it,
4: and tell me the government's not going to look at me if I start sending massive amounts of cryptocurrency <laughs> to, to Russia,
2: Russia.
3: <laughs> straight to Russia right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, so we've got uh, a very cool. It's on our campaign. Uh, if if you still got it on the share screen, because you can bring it up. It's the first little thing. It's uh, it's a bookmark. Can find it. uh, yeah, it's sorry. a it's a bookmark right at the, It's the first thing on the page, or, or the second thing on the page. Uh, it's a bookmark. It has Cthulhu Invades uh, Wonderland on one side and Cthulhu's hard Spell on the other one. So yeah, if you back both books, you get that really cool bookmark.
3: Very I thought cool. I could, but my computer yeah, isn't. You not... can't.
4: It's There's nothing you can do. It's it's over now.
3: It's over.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Fight on. <laughs> Freedom. Sorry. <laughs> I, I really don't. I'm. Can you guys hear me? Because I can't get anything, and my computer says not responding. Well, here. I, yes. Let me give it a try real quick.
0: It's
1: not...
3: <laughs> this is so weird this has never happened
0: let's see if i can i think i can do it uh share Uh screen uh
2: well while you're working on that i just want to say you guys were uh telling me that i have to give you credit for the backers i get during the the stream
3: and and until the end and, not oh, just and now until the end. like well yeah, like literally we take credit for everything that's right (laughs) i'll give give it to
2: you because when we first when i said that i was like oh hey we just hit 74 and i'm at 78 now so thank you all right
1: that
3: is (laughs) that is a testament to um the amazing people that turn into the show and we appreciate you every every week you guys can make it we really appreciate it there we go and I can't guarantee all four were the show, but we do take credit for all four. Yeah, exactly.
2: You can have the credit.
4: It's just me on four accounts. I, I actually, <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I'm gonna
4: keep going too. All 300 Cthulhu invades. They're all me, just various. <laughs>
0: all right. Uh, so that's that is uh, Cthulhu is hard to spell. Um, I think next up is a queen of Mars uh, number two. Uh, by our pal Mick Byers. Um, it's got some, uh, it's basically riffing on the public domain. Hey, lots of public domain stuff. We like public domain, right guys? Um, of uh, the John Carter series, uh, of John Carter of Mars. And uh, Mick has uh, done the first issue already. Uh, the second issue looks like, I think it's mostly done. And it's, that's. I mean, Mick's an awesome artist. And He's got some really awesome covers too i think he had um samantha branch is doing a cover for him and then is carola doing a cover i think as well maybe was it carola i think it was carola Borelli from bloom pretty maybe am i remembering that right hi kevin i see you how's it going okay. man
1: <laughs> okay, so
3: I I'm everything on my screen is completely frozen, and then even I am frozen. You're frozen, You're but you can see me. Fine on I'm mine. I'm that is so. To, yeah. That was ins- okay, but it's all you will because I can do nothing. <laughs> so let me uh,
0: throw that up on the screen real quick.
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna relax and not pick my notes.
0: Enjoy the show, man. All right, so here is a Queen of Mars uh, by Mick Byers. Uh, go check it out. I think he's got uh, about six days left, five days left, something like that.
4: Hold on, I'm on. I can tell you. Hold on. Uh, he's got five days
3: left.
0: Awesome. Uh, let's see. You did morsels. We already did morsels, right?
3: We need to do magic powder,
0: I know. Magic powder. All right. Magic powder is running right now. And it is for issue two of that series. And let me find it on our list right here. There we go. We have
3: 15 days left. Yeah.
0: 15 days left on that guy. So um, it is, what's the. It's another
3: another D&D inspired uh, tale. And it's uh, just a, but it's more, what do you say? It was like the wire in a D&D campaign. The wire. Travis, you know about it?
4: I don't know a lot about it. Uh, I've seen a couple of ads for it, but it's so close to funding. The art's beautiful. It just needs a quick thousand to to fund.
3: Yeah, no, they're definitely moving. I I think they've gone from like 102 backers to 124 in the last probably four days, which in the middle of the campaign, 20 backers is extremely strong. That's everything, yeah. Yeah. But there are uh, those days that... Try your soul <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of some campaigns. Yeah. The dead zone is for real. Uh, uh,
0: and then I think our last one is uh, Godslayers. Slayers. Uh, yeah. When does that one end? Looks I like think that. sooner. April 2nd is when it ends. Uh, okay. Let me find it on our list right here.
3: Nathan Johns, Nathan is doing uh, David's thing of kind of using a, a D&D type of character or campaign and bringing it to comics. It's his first comic as well. Uh, just a uh, I'm kind of like blanking on the exact. I think a, a God has a God has died and a, an evil God has been put down. And then they realize that the evil God is better than the new evil God. And they've got to work with him to try to uh, stop the new big bad in the world. But just like David, it's another uh, D D campaign come to life, which is really interesting that people are starting to to incorporate Dungeons and Dragons. Because I mean, it's a per- besides wrestling, there probably isn't another thing that crosses
2: over with comic fandom more
1: than Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah,
2: absolutely. The one you just told me about sounds like someone I might want to talk to and cross promote (laughs) with.
3: Super nice guy. Nathan is extraordinarily nice and I'm certain will be very happy to. What's his last name again? Nathan Johns.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: And I think this was his first comic and first campaign as well, right, Kevin? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nathan,
2: if you're watching, hit me up.
0: But uh, I think I think that is it. If I am looking correctly at our list, oh, campaigns here,
3: yeah, um, we've What's got, the, there's a there's a comment up there, and I can't click on it to see what it is. Well, so you're gonna have uh, to check that for me. Uh,
0: let's see, Dave's campaign closes on my birthday. Hey, well, happy whoops, that's not the <laughs> happy right birthday. birthday, happy early birthday, happy <laughs> birthday and um, oh, she also said, we we need more delightful humans in the world, yeah absolutely. yeah
3: there there are a lot of us, I think uh, and we've met a lot of them from people coming out to the show, I think yeah. that delightful people happen to be quieter than non delightful people mm-hmm. so even though delightful people outnumber the less delightful we uh i, I put we maybe i'm not delightful maybe i'm just an <laughs> asshole um you're a kevin <laughs> I'm, I'm such, oh my god i'm such a kevin
4: all delightful people are just that b in the no rain uh, music video you know we're just, just jam out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, but I think that's it. But guess what, Will? You're gonna have to hit end broadcast because I got nothing over here.
0: All right, uh, Shawnee. Uh, she always finds some very cool campaigns during the show. So thanks again for watching and thanks for backing uh, all of our wonderful creators that we bring on. And yeah. uh, I think that uh, I think we're out. Thanks everyone. Right. Thank Good you, night, everybody. Man. Thank you, Travis. We'll see you next
3: time.